0: Said I'm never Put you back with the Wait. Wait. Wait.
1: Wait.
0: Hey. Hey. <laughs> all right well <clears throat> Tom's with us I believe he is ready um I'm not gonna take any time away from him uh, I know again as I was saying the the first from the first time I met Tom I've been following him for a while This guy reached through the Zoom camera from Costa Rica and just like shook my heart alive. He was like, "Sammy, you got to take massive action. You got to know what result you want, and you got to have purpose behind that result." And the thing is, is it wasn't talk from a theory; it was talk from application, and application in his life, not just in the physical space, but in so many other areas. He's a he's an amazing father, a husband. He runs multiple businesses, a natural bodybuilding champ. He coaches elite athletes, uh, celebrities. And this guy's just a beast, man. And Tom, I just I just want to say thank you for being with us, man. Thanks, and I'm dude. so pumped. I told the guys I'm going to put the mic down and then just take some notes, man. Tom,
1: it's all you, man. Right on. Really appreciate being here, guys. Um, I'm really excited about it. And I got to tell you, you have such a winner in Sammy. We connected right away. Uh, I know talent when I see it. And you guys are in awesome hands. Now, having said that, If you've ever heard of the Greek philosopher Heraclitus, so ancient Greece, he talked about war. He talked about out of every 100 men, 10 shouldn't even be there. 80 are just targets. Nine out of 10 are the real fighters, and we're lucky to have them. And then you have the one. The one is the warrior that will bring everyone else back. And tonight, there's probably about nine of you who are real fighters. I'm speaking to the one. That's the reality, guys. I'm speaking to the one who's going to be the game changer, who's going to multiply and make things happen for his life and other people's lives. So I'm speaking to the one. I don't know who, even know who that person is. See, I mean, it's probably you, to be honest with you. It's probably you. But anyone who wants to step up can be that one guy. So it's interesting. you know. I work with NBA guys. I've got a guy who we resurrected his career. I'm not going to mention his name. He's a center. Um, He totally transformed his career after he started working with us. He's going to have a big fat contract coming up. We're very excited about that. We took a guy from the the NFL who was at the end of his career. And he was saying, Tom, do you know much about IGF-1? I'm like, dude, We just got to get your protein right. You're eating like 160 grams of protein. We got to bump you up to like 240. He stopped getting injured. He started performing like a beast. Okay, now you've got the guy who's 425 pounds. We brought down to 200 pounds over the course of a year. Unbelievable transformation. All of these guys have something in common. They actually believe they can do it. There's a switch that clicked in their mind that they said, I can do it. So it was a couple nights ago in prep for this talk. I said to my wife, I said, you know, we're under the stars in Costa Rica in our pool. And I said to her, if I were 300 pounds, how long would it take for me to get down to 170 ripped? And she looked at me and she goes, six months, Dom.'" I said, seriously, you think six months? She says, no, I know six months. It's not a question of if. It's a question of how would I do it and how quickly I would do it because there's no doubt I would do it. So here's what I want you to do. If you have a pen, paper handy, I want you to write down these five key points and then there's some subheadings underneath them. So how do you go from 300 pounds to 170? How do you go from having... Just a little bit of body fat, 20 pounds, and getting down 20 pounds and feeling amazing, feeling full of life, performance-wise, looking yourself in the mirror and saying, I love what I see. How do you do it? There's five key things you need to do. Number one, you got to master your food. Okay, so very simply, all I'm asking you to do is for the average man, if he wants to get a little bit leaner, he needs to eat just under 2,000 calories a day. Number one. Number two, he needs a structure to his diet. So whether that's three meals a day, four meals a day, five smaller meals a day, intermittent fasting, you know, morning and afternoon, it doesn't matter. But there has to be a system in place. My situation is I have three. I have a breakfast, I have a lunch, and I have a dinner. And I'll tell you right now, this may seem boring. Kobe Bryant's, boring. The Rock, boring. Cristiano Ronaldo, boring. Tom Brady, boring diet because it's a routine and that's what you need to stick with. So what I recommend for most men, you're looking at about 150 grams of protein to 180 grams of protein daily. You have to hit that to preserve your muscle mass. No processed foods, no snacking, under 2,000 calories. Lock that down. Now, if I wanted to go from 300 pounds to 170, I'd probably bring it down to 1,500 calories daily complete lockdown. I would probably consult a coach if I needed to and say, can you tell me the exact breakdown of what I need to eat? And then I just stick with it. Key point number two, exercise. 30 minutes daily, no matter what. Within that 30 minutes, I need you to get out of breath three or four times during the workout. You got to tax your lungs. You have to tax your heart. You have to tax your muscles. Build up some lactic acid. Get into an anaerobic state a few times during your workout. 30 minutes. I don't care if it's CrossFit, an air bike, weightlifting, powerlifting, sprinting, swimming. Do something. No matter what. It's a must. That's rule number two. Now, if I were to go from 300 pounds to 170, truth be told, I'd probably be doing the 30-minute workout. I'd probably walk for three or four hours a day. Because there's no effing way that I'm going to keep 300 pounds on my body. No way. Now, understanding something, guys, getting to 170 ripped, you know, people say that's pretty vain, Tom. I'm 51 years old. I like how I look. But more importantly, when I was about 185, 190, my my breathing would stop in the middle of the night numerous times. And it scared me. And I thought I was going to die numerous times, like three or four times a year. I know that when I got lean, got rid of all of the fat around my organs, I started feeling better. I didn't have that sleep apnea anymore. So it's not about the six pack. It's about just performing really well, being healthy, living forever, and having your family look at you and go, dad's my hero. Dad's a stud. Dad accomplishes things. Like, he's he's no laughing matter. He's the real deal. So that's the exercise portion. That's part number two. Part number three, water intake. They say our bodies, how much percent water? Sammy, you know what it is, right? They say it's 70. As you get older, what do you think, Sammy?
0: Yeah, so I, was say, I was
1: gonna say like 80%. I don't, I don't
0: yeah, something like that.
1: Yeah, as you get older, there's actually less. So I'm probably like 58, 60%. But let's say it's 70. Wouldn't it make sense to drink water? So what you do is eight to 12 glasses a day, depending on your size. If you're a big man, you're 250 pounds, you're probably gonna need 12 glasses. If you're a little bit more on the slender side, you're probably going to need eight. If it's super hot outside, you're probably going to need 10 to 12. That's my rule. No matter what, no compromise. It's eight to 10 glasses. So I'll have a super tall glass in the morning with breakfast. I'll have um, a big tall glass during my workout. I'll have a big tall glass at lunchtime and one big tall glass at dinner. It adds up to about 2.5 liters of water. Understand this, guys. My kids used to laugh at me. I never drank water it was diet pepsi and it was coffee and i said it's just flavored water guys i mean there's there's water in coffee you don't just drink the granules i mean you got to mix it with something they started laughing they dad you know that's a diuretic yeah no kidding it's a diuretic right ever since i started drinking water i wasn't hungry anymore wasn't craving things i didn't have joint pain anymore i looked fuller i looked better i performed better just from water And before I figured what's it's not a big deal. It's a huge deal. What I recommend, though, is get your water in sometime before 8 o'clock because otherwise it's going to interrupt you with your sleep. You're going to be going to the washer. Especially as you get older, we tend to have those problems. Point number four, four of the five, sleep six to eight hours. The biggest anabolic factor for your body is that recovery period of sleep. Go to bed at a regular time early, okay? Lead a fulfilled life doing some amazing stuff during the day and shut off your TV, shut off your phone and get to bed at a regular time, whether that's 10, 11 o'clock, no matter what, I don't care if it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday or Sunday, go to bed at a regular time, wake up at a regular time. For me, it's 5.45 every morning. There's no alarm clock. It's just a natural thing, all right? There's something called a circadian rhythm. Respect your circadian rhythm. Everyone's got it. The moment you mess it up, you just mess up your day. Go to bed at a regular time. Get your six to eight hours. Get rid of the the screen time and just enjoy your sleep. Get the temperature right. um, Get the bed right. If you have a, a lousy mattress, get a good mattress. Get your sleep in. Okay? The repair that happens to your body is unbelievable. Point number five, mindset. My advice Drop all mainstream news. I don't know what's going on in the world. I hear something about monkeypox, I ignore it. I don't listen to COVID. I don't listen to what's going on in the world. I just shut it off completely. When I wake wake up in the morning, I'll put something positive in my head. So it's either the actions that I have to do, a bit of meditation. It might be a little bit of a podcast. It might be a quote. It might be a, I don't know, Joe Rogan podcast, whatever it may be. I listen to something positive for just a little bit. I set my mind to what needs to be done, and I start my day. And before noon, for me, I like to get the workout in because I know this. There's a term by Vince Lombardi. He says, fatigue makes cowards of us all. The later on the day you go, the more cowardly you become, less likely you're going to work out. I'm speaking from experience, guys. Like I am probably the most disciplined machine out there. I rarely cave, but I'm telling you right now, there's resistance as the day goes on. My wife says, Tom, you're just cranky if you don't get your workout in before 12. But the moment you get it done, especially first thing in the morning, you're walking around like unbelievable. Here's the thing, guys. Motion decides your emotions. The moment you start moving around, haven't you had this experience where you're lying down in bed? and You're like, I don't want to get up and you try to get out of bed and you don't. And you're like, I cannot believe, believe I'm just paralyzed in bed. And the moment you get out and you start moving around, you're like, I actually feel better now. Then you start the circulation going. You're like, man, I'm actually feeling really good. That's what blood flow does for you, right? Tony Robbins talked about getting a trampoline and bouncing around on those mini trampolines. I tried it. I bought a little trampoline. I hid it underneath my bed. I'd pop it out. I'd hop on it for like five minutes right after I woke up couldn't believe what it did for me. Unbelievable. So that's the mindset piece. Get moving, get something positive in your head. So guys, those are five things. We're talking about food, exercise, water, sleep, and mindset. Here's what I know. And here's the challenge I want to introduce to Sam's group. I haven't told you, Sam, you do what you want with it. 21 strong days. Apparently it takes 21 days to form a habit. We've read that in literature. That's actually not true but I'm going to go with it. That's three solid weeks. Okay. You can form some really good habits. Here's the deal. Each of the five things that I told you, I want you to implement them. I don't care what the diet is, whatever it is, and it's sound principally follow it, have a positive mindset, go to bed on time, get your sleep, drink your water, eight to 12 and exercise for 30 minutes every single day. For 21 straight days. The moment you mess up once, let's say you mess up day three, you have to start over again. You go 20 days in and you mess up, you're back down to day one. You've got to go through the 21 days. Guys, my NBA guy failed four times before he did his 21 straight. Did he still see progress? Of course he did. It was a challenge for him. You know why? He had a sugar addiction. He couldn't get away from his candy treats. It's unbelievable. My NFL guy, his biggest challenge was getting his 220, 230, 240 grams of protein was very difficult for him. He had two or three times before he did the 21 straight. You know the guy that was 425 pounds? No problem. He was desperate for change. 21 straight days. Unbelievable. The moment you do your first 21, you're going to form a habit you're going to see some changes, you're going to feel better. You do that one more time, the next 21 days, the next three weeks, you're going to see real progress. Your third cycle of 21 days, you will transform. Your fourth 21 days, you will see mastery and you will never look back. Period. Okay, so we talked about going from 300 pounds to 170. For me, if I've got something called – I know this sounds offensive. If I've got something called moobs, a little bit of fat around my chest, it bothers me so much. It just It's not acceptable to me. For me, that bothers me. For other people, I remember this guy that I worked with. He had a little bit of fat underneath his chin. Real estate guy, when he wore his suit, he had that ch- the chin fat hanging out. He says, Tom, oh, I hate it. I feel like cutting it off. It was – it was such a drain on him to have that. He says, if I just lose that, I can perform and make sales more confidently. But here's the thing. You guys have heard of David Goggins, right? Here's a guy who was probably about 280. Couldn't read. He, he couldn't swim. He had a real issue. And he says, the only way that I'm going to become Goggins, the current form, is he had to change his identity. As much as we can do our five steps, guys, you know, food, water, exercise, sleep, and mindset, if you don't change your identity and shift it from what it was to what it should be, you're going nowhere. So I told my NBA guy, I said, you used to be a beast and now you're falling off and every single person knows about it. I want you to own that key. Nobody steps in that key. And when you're fighting for a rebound defensively, You're going to knock that guy in his ass. You're going to elbow him in the face and you're going to show him who's boss. You are a machine. You are the beast. Your offensive rebounds. You're supposed to get every single one intimidate everybody. No more, Mr. Nice guy. And all of a sudden he changed. Dude changed. He ended up getting about 6.5, 6.7 points more than he did last season. That's huge. He's going to get a nice big flat contract because of it. So you got to change your identity. That's number one. I've always said this. I'm a warrior. I'm a beast. I'm a machine. Nothing shakes me. Nothing breaks me. I know this. 15,000 calories is what I need weekly. I never go over 15,000 calories. Ever. And that's the rule. I will go to 14,999 The rule is, I am a machine, I am a champion, I will never break above that. That's who I am. Your identity is massive. Number two, you need to have something called a controlled obsession. So there's a guy named Naveen Jain, I believe that's his name, he's an Indian billionaire, he said, passion, passion's weak, passion's for hobbies, you need to be obsessed. So you take a look at a guy like Michael Jordan. Was Michael Jordan obsessed with winning? Of course he was. Was Kobe Bryant obsessed with being a champion? Of course he was. That's why people wear those jerseys, the names of their jerseys, on the back of their shirts. Why do they wear the name Michael Jordan or Kobe on the back of their shirts? Because they respect that obsession. Okay, look at Elon Musk. He wouldn't do what he does if he wasn't obsessed. Now, I'm not asking you to be obsessed about something and say, you know what, I'm obsessed with uh, getting fit. What I'm saying is it's a controlled obsession. Wouldn't you want your kid to be taught by a teacher who's obsessed with getting them all A's and B pluses? You would love that teacher. Wouldn't you love the police officer who was obsessed with getting drugs off the streets? That's the police officer we want. So controlled obsession is this. I'm obsessed with getting my health to tip top shape so when it comes down to Friday nights and I'm tempted with pizza the answer is no always if it's my birthday and somebody offers me a cake unless it's a Saturday my refuel day I'm not having that cake forget it it's funny LeBron James it was the same thing with him he had a cheat day on Saturdays I believe when he went from something like I don't know what his body weight. He was like 40 pounds overweight. And for him to prolong his career, he needed to get leaner. He started taking photographs of his food. I don't know if he reported to a coach, but he said, this birthday cake, this is not for my birthday. Today is not the day. I'm passing it. I'm saving it for later. How many people, you know, their kid has a birthday, so they're kind of like, well, it was my kid's birthday. I needed to have a piece. No, you didn't. It's your kid's birthday. You didn't need that cake. Now, can you build it in? Yes, you can but it's more of a mindset. You need to have that controlled obsession. You're gonna say, no for now, I need to get into shape and I'll pick and choose my time where I'll have that cake. The cake's not the master, you are. So that's point number two when it comes down to mindset. Number one is identity, number two is obsession. Number three is accountability. There's no such thing as Lone Ranger. You need people, you need to be accountable. My best piece of advice is put it out there to the world that you're going to make some changes. Make that public announcement. Let everybody know. Pat Riley, when he played for the L.A., sorry, when he coached the L.A. Lakers, they had just won a championship, and I just played this a couple days ago. So he says in his interview, he's at the parade, he's at the podium, and he goes, we won the championship, and you know what's going to happen next year? We're winning it again. And then they panned over to his teammates, and the Lakers guys were like, I can't believe he just said it. Their faces dropped because they're like, we barely won the championship this year. Now he's asking us to do it again. He was publicly accountable. And if you know Pat Riley, he's a winner. If Pat Riley says something, darn right he's going to follow through. So he said to the guys, we're the LA Lakers. We're champions. So now he's touching on identity, right? This is what he said. I expect all of us to give 1% more. Look at our rebounds. We're going to get 1% better each, all of us, with rebounds. We're going to be 1% better with the free throws. We're going to be 1% better with turnovers. We're going to be 1% better from the three-point shots. That's all he asked for. Was just a little bit better from every single player. What do they do? They win the season. They win the championships. But it started with his accountability, that public announcement. Get accountable to somebody. Get a coach. If I were you, you're part of this group, I would hang on to Sammy's coattails. Understand something, guys. I told you before, when I met Sammy, Sammy's a sharp dude. Sammy's a very, very insightful dude. And I can see that. I'm not trying to toot your horn, Sammy. I'm just going to call it the way I see it. Sammy's kind of like one of those... 25-year-old hot shots with a 50-year-old mind wisdom-wise. Dude's got wisdom. If I were you, I would hang on to him. Somebody like me, I would draw from his youth, and I'd be excited about being able to run with him. Okay? I've already been there, done that, but his vision excites me and wants me to do better. All right? So hang on to Sammy. Next thing, in your community – I want you to find somebody you can run with. Here's what ends up happening with a community like this. There's 20 guys and they all feel good about being part of the community and they share some stuff. And that's really cool and dandy. Guys, your job is you need to step up. And in a positive way, a rising tide raises all ships. If I were in that group and there's a group of 20 guys, I want to be the guy that stands out. I want to be the guy that gets most of Sammy's time. I want to be the guy nudging my fellow uh, community members saying, we can do this. Let's show Sammy what we can do. I wouldn't come in as a passive um, spectator. Yeah, sure. Maybe you're at that stage where you just kind of got to soak in the information. But take those steps with courage. You fail, there is no such thing as failure. Okay? You mess up day five of your plan. You're like, oh, woe is me. I, I can't handle the food. Yes, you can. Learn from it. And change so number four is community use your community so many people are lone rangers out there and what they do is I can do this on my own I don't need anybody I'm okay no you're not if Michael Jordan needed a coach if Kobe Bryant needed a coach if Tiger Woods needed a coach we need a coach we need somebody to share ideas with bounce ideas with number five seek leadership seek counsel find a person who's been there done that they know the ropes learn from them ask them what would you do in this situation okay if you don't know somebody you don't know a leader in your community call somebody and say hey listen apparently you're the top guy in this community you're the 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 biggest head honcho in this community can I buy you dinner or have a coffee with you and just pick your brain for 10-15 minutes what are they going to say no they say, no, they're a total loss. You know what they're going to say? They're going to say, how's the coffee? You got 15 minutes. And I would just drill them with questions. With regards to this fitness thing, we've got a call in about four minutes where you can ask me questions. If you have any questions now or later on, Sammy, I'll, I'll come into your group and, and we can we can do something somewhere down the road as well. If I can be of service, I'd love to help out. Ask questions. Get the answer from the leadership. That's about it, guys. Identity, obsession, accountability, community, and leadership. That's the why. We got the how, then it's the why, then it just comes to tactics and techniques. I love it, man. That's so fired up, Tom. I was over
0: here taking notes, one handed, watching, man, looking at the chat, and just so excited. And I appreciate all the kind words, uh, by the way. And if I have any of that potential, a lot of it comes from looking towards guys like you, Tom. I know seeing you. Who who are not okay with just living successfully in one area of life, right? If if you were just health focused and fitness focused, you didn't care about your family, you didn't care about helping or serving others, it wouldn't it wouldn't align. It wouldn't be attractive to me. And I know it's the same for so many of the guys that are in this group. We talk about whole man success and we talk about yep the uphill journey and the difficult journey of being able to be significant and successful in all super six areas of life that's not just a a light weight in the weight room right it's not picking up those those uh, soft covered weights in the weight room it's putting on some heavy weights and saying hey i'm here to not just do well in business in as men we're like that's the thing that is expected of men go produce be a producer go make money and i mean i I'm going to be like, Tom, I might offend some people. I mean, that's that's the easy thing. You're going to make money. That's not a hard thing, right? right? What about all the other things in addition to making money? And Tom, I'm saying all that to say thank you for being out there as an example. And then thank you for being here willing to serve the community and pour some wisdom into this community.
1: If you were given an arena to completely transform your body, your focus, your finances, and your family, would you take me up on it? join the league leagueofelite.com thank you for listening to this podcast subscribe share with your friends and be sure to check out the ultimate men's playbook available now at amazon.com